0: Jesus. And in the presence of such suffering love, we are immediately aware of our own sinfulness. We confess our unworthiness for such love. Forgive us, we pray, for every act of betrayal, every failure to be kind, every gratification of self, and every blindness to the needs of others. Wash us, Father, in the cleansing blood of your Son. Let us be granted your holy gift of righteousness. And it is through your Son whom we pray. Amen.
1: When it was evening, he took his place with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, One of you will betray me. And they became greatly distressed and began to say to him one after another, Surely not I, Lord. He answered, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, But woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. He replied, You have said so.
0: One of you will betray me. With that statement, Jesus obviously struck a nerve. For all of the disciples began to look at each other and say, Is it I? We know that Judas was planning to betray him. But I just wonder if any of the rest of the men in that room had ever entertained the thought of betrayal. I wonder if any of them had ever had second thoughts about leaving family, leaving job, and following Jesus. I wonder if any of them in the middle of the night ever thought about going back home. I wonder if any of them had ever grown frustrated wishing that Jesus would do things differently. If we look around the room, here sits Peter. Peter had chastised Jesus on more than one occasion. And over there is Simon the Zealot. Simon who always carried a knife. Simon who wanted armed revolution. And then we know Thomas. Thomas had his doubts. And if we look back in the corner, There's Thaddeus. Did you even remember his name? Someone off to the side, lost in the crowd, rarely mentioned. Everything was about Peter, James, and John. Just wondering what he thought. Let's sit at the table, pull up a cushion, and hear Jesus say, One of you will betray me, And now ask ourselves, is it I, have I ever betrayed my Lord?
1: Then Jesus said to them, You all become deserters because of of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Though all become deserters because of you, I will never desert you. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night before the cock crows, you will deny me 3 times. Peter said to him, "Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you." And so said all the disciples.
0: You know there are times when our commitment is so strong. Sometime when we experience a particular grace of the Lord, a mercy in our lives, perhaps a healing, Perhaps the feeling of forgiveness. Perhaps a blessing. And we feel so close to Jesus. And at that time we vow that we will always stay near him. But life continues. We have many interests. This world is filled with distractions. And before we know it, our love has grown cold again. We find ourselves far away like silly sheep who have wandered away from the shepherd. Do we ever go our own way, mindless of where our Lord and shepherd would want to lead us?
1: Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. A servant girl came to him and said, You also were there with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it before all of them, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. When he went out to the porch, another servant girl saw him, and she said to the bystanders, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, he denied it with an oath, I do not know the man. After a little while, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, Certainly you are also one of them, for your accent betrays you. Then he began to curse, and he swore with an oath, I do not know the man. At that moment, the cock crowed. Then Peter remembered what Jesus had said, Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out, and he wept bitterly.
0: There are times when it is so easy to have faith. It is times that are so easy to say, I believe. Sitting with Jesus on the lake shore, surrounded by friends and watching him feed 5,000, it was easy to say, I know him. Sitting on top of the mountain with the glory of Jesus shining from his face, it was easy to say, I know him. Sitting in the upper room, surrounded by friends, it was easy to say, I know him. But in the courtyard of the high priest, surrounded by those who are hostile and judgmental, it just seems wiser to disavow, to ignore or to deny Have I ever hidden my faith from others? Have I ever, through my actions or my words or my silence, denied my Lord?
1: the festival, the governor was accustomed to release a prisoner for the crowd, anyone whom they wanted. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Jesus Barabbas, so after they had gathered, Pilate said to them, whom do you want me to release for you, Jesus Barabbas or Jesus who is called the Messiah? Now, the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus killed. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. And Pilate said to them, Then what should I do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? All of them said, Let him be crucified. Then he asked, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified.
0: The choice was forthright, very plain. Jesus or Barabbas? Jesus or someone else? It's difficult to believe that anyone would be more appealing than Jesus, much less that person be someone like Barabbas, a murderer. But do we ever face that same choice? Scripture says, Choose ye this day. In making that choice, do we choose Jesus or someone else? It's difficult to believe that we would choose someone else over Jesus, isn't it? That is, unless that someone else, that other person is myself. Choose ye this day, whom you will serve. Have I this day chosen to follow Jesus or myself?"
1: Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters. They gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. And after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. They put a reed in his right hand and they knelt before him and they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him. They took the reed and they struck him on the head. After mocking him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him. They led him away to crucify him.
0: We know that it was for our sins that Jesus was beaten and hung on the cross we ask ourselves the question, what weight have I contributed to his burden? What part have my actions played in his scourging? He died for all sins, past, present, and future. What have I thought? What have I said? What have I done that added to his pain On that cross. How in my life have I brought scorn upon my Savior?
1: They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they, they said, this man is calling Elijah. At once, one of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a stick and gave it to him to drink. But the others said, wait, let's see whether Elijah will come to save him. Then Jesus cried again with a loud voice and breathed his last.